0: Hey guys, I'm James, and with me is John. I'm John. And we tried to podcast. Today, we are gonna just uh, reminisce about 2022, talk about our best experiences, our best, I don't know, games and things, things we've enjoyed in the past year of 2022, and maybe look forward into 2023 a little bit, depending on how John feels. We've had we've had some discussions about that. I maybe before we get into like the stuff. Uh, how was twenty twenty two to you, just in general, John?
1: I don't really know. Just <laughs> That's fair. I ju- I just feel like I mean I don't know that I ever look back at the end of a year and really think too much about it. Like some people do, like when during New Year's or whatever. But just for me. I just feel like since the pandemic, like, since 2019, this has all just been one long year. Yeah, that's fair. Like, it's just weird. It's just still a weird time to me. I guess 2022 felt more normal than, you know, 19, 2021. But, Jesus, we're four years. (laughs) That's four years? I guess. That's ridiculous. Was it
0: 2019 that it started? I think it might have been... 2020. Oh, okay. I think twenty nineteen is when we started hearing reports from okay, but it was until March
1: of twenty twenty that we yeah had? Okay. yeah Okay. Well, so then twenty 2020, twenty, twenty twenty one, um, those were really a wash. Like those were really just like one year that just went by. Um 2022, there was a lot that happened that was good as well. You know, I feel like I saw More well, I guess just compared to those previous two years, I saw people more obviously. You know, like because when we were like not locked down, but when we were supposed to be socially distancing and whatever, I really did you know take that pretty seriously. Yeah. Um. So I saw my family more in twenty twenty two. I saw my dad. I saw a lot of people actually. My stepdad, who I hadn't seen in a really long time, and then I did things that I hadn't you know done. Like before, like when I was, you know, working on the music video or, you know, stuff like that, I started a new job and that was technically actually the previous year, but it was at the end of it. So it was like, yeah, like yeah. This, that was like the first full year of it. Um, So it's just been, you know, whatever. Not, it, it wasn't like a special year, but it wasn't a bad year. It just was what it was.
0: Yeah. I think I'm in the same boat of, I had some ups, uh, like this podcast, I had some downs and uh <laughs> like, look, when I start thinking of Downs, I'm like, ah, that's that's a bit too much right now. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I had my mez, so the, you know, everyday shit. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it was a year. We got through it. I think, for me, I think in the beginning of the year, I think this happens a lot. There was a lot of, okay, I'm going to do this with my life. And uh, especially with us starting the podcast and things like that, I was like, I'm going to try to do this, this, and this. And really the only thing I kept up was with the podcast uh, in a lot of ways, which is fine. Uh, But now with this being 2023, I'm actually, I think I'm set up better now to do the things I wanted to do last year, this year. But I, I guess we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I, I guess we're going to just talk about uh, some of the things we enjoyed uh, from media to just straight up experiences we've had uh, of 2022. Um, I'm just going to throw this one out because I I had, we talked about this before John, but you didn't read any books. I tried to make it a thing where I read more books last year and I did pretty good. Until I started that um, tech uh, boot camp thing, I did. Uh, but one of the books I read that I really enjoyed that uh, still kind of uh, still in my head was the Final Girl Support Group. Uh I should have wrote down the author for that. Give me one minute. It's by uh, Grady Hendrix. It's a fun novel. It it kinda takes like um all the eighty all the like eighty nineties horror films that had final girls like kind of pretend they were real. So actually kinda some of the fun is it is like, oh, this final girl is from Scream, this final girl is from uh Friday the thirteenth and stuff like that. And trying to piece all that together while also going on this adventure and it's it's crazy. It was fun. Um, I, I'm probably going to prob- uh, get some more books by the author this year, actually. I'm planning on going to Barnes & Noble sometime this month uh, and pick up some more books, even though I have a big pile over there that I should probably get through.
1: I have something I want to contribute to reading now. Oh! It wasn't a book. So, because I was, I was thinking, man, what, what, like, I really don't read anymore, but I read a lot of articles. I just don't hmm. think about it that way because they're not books, you know? But some articles might as well be books. Um, this one, it, I don't know if it was my favorite thing that I read, but it just, I can't get it out of my mind because it's just so insane to me. It was an article on Vanity Fair called Scene Stealer. And it's about a writer who, for Grey's Anatomy, one of the biggest shows, right? Like, that right. thing's been on for decades now or something ridiculous oh, is like it still a, going i think it's get winding down now i think but it's still Ow, yeah it's still okay. yeah there was a writer who had like this whole crazy backstory and all these personal traumas and 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 she's you know gone through you know cancer and all this kind of stuff and due partly to some of these things she got hired because like it fits with like using your own experience to you know right, feed right the right. show right it was all a lie fucking do it And when you read the article, you're like, how does someone get away with this for so long? Because she wasn't just living a double life. She was living like a triple life. She had her life with her family where they knew her as she was, you know, I mean, I say as she was around them, because obviously she's someone totally different away from them. She had her life on the show as the writer with her, her work life. But then... She's in a relationship where she has a totally different life and a different name. Uh, uh,
2: (laughs) I mean, uh, good. (laughs) I mean,
0: I, for us normal people, that's fucking ridiculous. But also I feel like we're seeing a lot of that where, uh, what's, what's his name. In the House of Representatives, Santos, whatever. Oh.
1: Yeah, but but I feel like thats is it three lives, or are we just, and and he just got in. So it's like, we're finding out pretty quickly. She was a successful writer on a show for however long, and again, it's three different lives. Yeah. She's got her family life, her her relationship. When I say her relationship, I I don't know, I don't want to put things into the article that didn't happen, but I think they got married, even, and like this person didn't know who they married. Yeah. You know? And then on the show, she was still working on the show. And then these things start crossing. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Like she's starting to have to lie her way through lies to like keep the lies going. And it's just like, it was just crazy.
0: (laughs) I also, I also, I feel like that's a common story for writers though. Oh, is it? I I feel like I've heard that before for like, writers saying they they have these experiences to try to get onto shows that have oh. specific themes or no
1: I, I feel like no okay I get that but there's a difference between that and then trying to like live out those lives for like That's true. the rest That's of true. your lie, life you know what I mean yeah. like and then and then it, again lying to your loved ones li- you know your family your, your significant other like it's yeah. just crazy but yeah, people do that all the time, especially you're right, writers, because not only li- just outright lying about experiences to say that they know something, but also like taking other people's right. So like a lot of writers yeah. use experiences of like family members and friends to like you know to write because you no one person could experience all the shit yeah. that you're trying to create. But
0: I I don't know why this keeps popping in my head, but uh, in Tropic Thunder, like the writer of the book being like coming out and saying like he made it all up and stuff like the movie that that book is you know like people are fucking crazy (laughs) (laughs) like good on them i guess (laughs) being able to do that i i wish i could
1: in a way yeah because there's like a confidence you have to have to to get what you want and to keep up with what it is you're saying, like, cause like I, I can't even like lie on my resume, right? And yeah, if I yeah. and if and if I was willing to, I, I I'm pretty good at like selling things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it's like if I was willing to do it, I probably could be one of those people that get away with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know you're good at selling things. I play uh <laughs> board games with you. Uh so um can you actually send me a link to that article? Sure. I'll put it in the the description for the podcast, and in case anyone wants to go read it,
1: yeah, it's long, but it also has a like you know how articles you can listen to it now instead of oh yeah, it, yeah. like a podcast, so you have that option for people who don't want to.
0: That's weird. I'm still getting used to that. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm still. I would still read it. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna actually put links to everything we talk about that have links associated with, like more than likely our experiences won't have links. Yeah. But, you know, for the books, the articles and stuff, uh go check the description. And uh eh, I don't know, maybe you'll we'll enjoy it too. I guess let's talk about video games. Um both me and John, we are avid video gamers. Yeah. I mean, I play
1: I still play games, but I play a lot less games. Like, obviously, I play, like, a lot of one game that I'm actually yeah. going to bring
0: up. <laughs> in the part of well, of course. Sir. Well, I, here's the thing. For a bit, I was like, man, I'm not really playing games like I used to. And then PlayStation was like, hey, do you want to see your year in review? I'm like, sure. And then it's like 150 hours on Fortnite. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. I don't remember that. How many games do you have on your list? I got four.
1: Best experiences?
0: Uh, games. Because like I really only
1: made a two-list thing, but I... That's on. Hold on. Wait, no, but hold on. Hold on. I want to see real quick what I played. I know what I... I I've only expanded it to three. Actually, I'm just going to leave it at the two. I'm going to leave it at the two.
0: Well, I'm going to name one that I think uh, you had some experience with as well. Uh, Wordle.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I totally fell off of Wordle. And I forgot about it, but it was I still amazing. play it every day.
0: I wish I did
1: because that was one of the things that was keeping me somewhat in contact with people that I wouldn't otherwise, you know, and I, I've fallen off in like talking to those people, but like we would start our day with Wordle and then it'd be like after it was, co- you know, we both sent our completion, or whatever, then, you, you know, you say something, you have like a little yeah, conversation yeah. or whatever. So that was nice, but
0: I totally fell off. Uh, right now, I only do it with uh, my sister. Mm -hmm. We send each other, you know, the blah. And sometimes it's just, you know, we send it and we go, oh, good job, nice, blah, blah, blah. And sometimes it's a conversation starter or whatever. But, like, that's the start of our days. Or sometimes with her, like, she'll be up at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning because she's anxious about something. And then all of a sudden I get it. I'm Mm -hmm. like, fuck, now I have to do it. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I mean, that's been a fun little puzzle game that so far I've been doing. A lot, so I have a streak of 177 days, and I've played 376 days. yeah, It's, it's a fun little game. Uh, how about one of your games?
1: Well, I'm just going to start with the one because it's not a game that came out last year, but yeah yeah, but you played it. it. Not just played it, I play it a shit ton, right? Apex legends.
0: You're a content creator for the game. <laughs>
1: I guess. But um I mean you are. <laughs> <sighs> okay. But the reason why I still want to not just cuz I played it the most of any game I played, but for me, I have a much more limited experience on Apex than like the real Apex fans or whatever, all the ones that are like cracked out of their minds in the game cuz they've been playing since the beginning or whatever. But for me, the best season since I've been playing was last year. Now, there w- the season I started, I think, was also really good, but I was too shitty at the game to like appreciate it, you know? Um, mm. But in this, you, uh, in 2022, there was a season 14, I believe it was called "Hunted." They had a map that was an old map that they brought back, King's Canyon. For me, I just had the most fun playing that season with the tweaks they made, you know, and I don't really know what they did differently. But I, that was the best I ever was at the game, too. Like, I just... Unless I'm just playing against better competition right now, my you know, I was just popping off during that right. season. And specifically, that map was, like, one of my favorite maps. And I would play, you know... That's how I got Garrett into the game. Like, he wasn't really into it. Then we tried that season, and that map, something just, you know, clicked. And we were just playing, like, almost every day. I haven't played as much as i did that season
0: either since yeah i, I wish i can say it more i i put them no, no, no. down it's, it's on fine. Apex.
1: yeah i mean we had a, the, the last time it wasn't bad it's just we haven't been able to really play since and then like i said i haven't been feeling good i don't really play with anyone anymore because i'm like i'm not going to enjoy it like i i'm i it's just going to be us just Dropping and dying, dropping and dying, dropping, and dying, and like that's basically what's happening to me. So I don't stay on as long, you know. I'll get on, and I'm like, okay, this is already frustrating me. I'm getting off.
0: Yeah, uh, for me, like, I didn't enjoy playing Apex by myself. Like I, with Fortnite, I can play by myself. Not only that, I can just do a bunch of, like, I can just go fishing in uh, Fortnite. Oh my god,
1: this is an infamous quote, by the way. I don't think you know this. What Garrett is with me that you're a lunatic, like because remember I like I lost my mind when you said that, and and then I forgot what we were talking about. Totally unprompted, he I don't even know that I knew he listened to the episode at that point. I th- think we were playing Apex. <laughs> I I don't know the context. I just remember okay. him going, "This man plays Fortnite to fish." <laughs> That's what he said.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Let let okay. Can I can I define that a little bit? <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, so, Fortnite Fortnite has multiple different systems that isn't just killing people. Uh, and it, they have daily weekly quests. So there's something, and sometimes the quests are like, hey, get catch ten fishes, do this, do that, blah blah blah, and they're not all. Um, Hey, fucking kill a person. Or hey, kill a person with a shotgun, you know? So, I get a lot of enjoyment going in and then doing those quests and knocking them off one by one and and gaining levels. Like, for this season, I'm already up to like 94 levels. There's something enjoyable about just having the numbers keep going up and completing these different tasks. Where in Apex, I didn't really get that. Uh, because there's no, there is a quest system, but it's, it's more so. Hey, do play four matches of arenas, or do, or kill people as uh this character, you know, stuff like that. Because it it is frustrating when you're trying to do one of those quests, and it's like, okay, I drop and die. It's like yeah. fuck, I couldn't even get one death, uh, like one kill. Like what the fuck? So that that's my thing. The next game I'm on my list. I don't think you've played this because for a while it was only on the PC. But it's called Inscription. Definitely not. Okay, it's on the PlayStation now. Uh, well, it's on PlayStation, and yeah, I, I would say maybe you go look into it. Hopefully, it'll come onto PlayStation Plus or something. It's a really good, um, card game, but it has a story behind it. And as you play the the game changes, and it's very—I don't know—I really liked it a lot. I don't want to really spoil too much because it's not that long of a game, but I remember that ending really affected me. I there was a lot of yelling at my TV and almost like tearing up and stuff like that. I was sad. It's a good game. I, I definitely recommend anyone out of all the games I'm going to talk about. Go check out Inscription. I think it's a really great game. And I'm not sure if that came out last year or the year before, but I played it last year.
1: I thought of another game. So, okay. the game that I was going to say for last, I guess I'll say for,
0: because you, you have one more, right? I technically got two more. Do you want me to do another one?
1: No, it's fine. I, it's just uh, the game that I just thought of. Um, well, I didn't, I, I just went through like my trophies to see what I had played this year. That's um, right. Kena, Bridge of Spirits. It's a PS5 game. Actually, it might have been PS4 as well. Well, it's a PlayStation game is the point. Um, but it's the action adventure with the girl who, like, is a spirit guide. And she has to, like... Oh,
0: and she has those, like, things following her? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's
1: it's just, like, a... I don't know. I I, I don't know if I have to play it again to to, to give you more in-depth about it. Because, to me, it just came across as kind of, like, a basic... Action adventure, but something about it does stick with me. Like I don't know if it's the world or just maybe that you're basically like healing the world. And mm. I feel like maybe in the middle of the pandemic, like that was just a good feeling—is to like take this fucking fucked up shit and just make it what it once was. You know what I mean? Um, but it was fun and it was beautiful. Like really good um, art style, kind of like like an animated movie type of thing. I just really liked that game. I, I don't remember who else played it, but maybe, was it Ortho? I don't know, but we talked about it, and I, I remember just really enjoying it. It was tough, and I don't know if it's another one of those situations where, oh, we're getting older, like games that we would have fucking destroyed when we were younger, you know, or if it's just like, is this just a tough game? Like, are the kids supposed to be able to play this? You know what I mean? But I remember really struggling with the bosses, but that was my favorite part. Like, you go through, you you do your healing stuff, but then you have, like, Maybe you wouldn't have liked this, but there's like a difficulty spike, you mm. know, where you have to defeat the boss, but you don't have it's not like you're stuck. I mean, I guess sometimes you were, but it's like you could go do other things and then come back and but the bosses weren't really about being stronger and grinding. It was about kind of like a Souls kind of way, where it's about learning the pattern and learning okay. the specific move you got to do. So it was I really liked that game. But yeah.
0: If I, it's the game I'm thinking of like, can you give the spirits, like, little hats to wear? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. I think so. Um, if it's the game I'm thinking of, the thing I remember someone saying was, it feels like it's a PlayStation 2 game that they remastered on the PlayStation yes. 5.
1: I feel like that's accurate. I feel like that's accurate. I think it's more smooth. Like, it's not as mm-hmm. wonky as that, but right. I, I agree with that. Yeah. It's a, it feels like a throwback action adventure yeah. game.
0: Okay. That, that's cool. Next game on my list, I guess, is uh, Tear Down. Which is... Uh, John, I believe you sent me like a gif of it on Twitter once. Because you knew it was a game I would like. But it's pretty much this game where it's all kind of voxel-based and you can like destroy the environment using bombs and a uh, welding torch, stuff like that, to be able to... like do heists kind of things so it starts up with like you work for some kind of like deconstruction company and someone pays you to do a illegal job and then it escalates from there where people are paying you to steal like documents from this like uh, warehouse stuff like that and it's very fun because the environment uh, reacts with how you destroy things. So you can accidentally start a fire, which will cause the alarm to go off. Like There are pipes that are supported by beams, so if you destroy the beams, the pipes will start to um, bend, and they might break, so that can cause a way for you to uh, get to like the roof, because it'll break and make a ramp. And it's very interesting, because uh, you kind of, in a lot of the earlier missions, you kind of set up It'll be like, you have to disarm these security panels, right? And there'll be one on like, the left side of the map and one in the right side of the map. So you can spend as much time making a route from A to B and then be able to leave. Because the second you deactivate one of them, a timer starts going down. So you have to deactivate the other one and leave uh, the map. So it's a very fun game. I played it on my old um video card, and that was even like playing it in the worst way fucking possible. I still enjoyed it a lot, and I still haven't beaten it. I should probably play it more, I guess if you want to do yours or would you like yours to be the last last one
1: um well i i I'm going to mention another one since you told me you had two more. I'm going to mention another one. This isn't a game from last year. It's just a game I played last year and I already mentioned that I put like a mind-numbing amount of time into it. Assassin's Creed Valhalla.
0: Oh, okay.
1: It has all the problems (laughs) that people say about Assassin's Creed and Ubisoft, but for some reason, again, I don't know if this is just a thing like during the pandemic or whatever, it was like the perfect don't have to think, just do like, kind of game for me. Yeah. So, like, I just went through every fucking mission, every collectible, me and Michelle both. And, hold uh, you, on, you, how do you see the PlayStation wrap-up thing? Because I'm sure I put a disgusting amount of time into that game.
0: I don't, I got Wait, I could see it Wait, because you didn't have though, right? I, I couldn't find it on the app, actually. I got an email. Well,
1: regardless, I know I put hundreds of hours into that game. And it was a lot of shit to do. It was a lot of shit that n- most people wouldn't want to do. But again, I was able to just kind of just go in there, check out, play. And I really love the gameplay. The gameplay is the best it ever was to me. Like just the fighting, the combat, if you want to do stealth, whatever, you know, the climbing. Um, and, and that's really become a thing that like bothers me in other games. You know how like since uh, Breath of the Wild, you can climb anything like that's become more of a thing when games yeah. don't do that it pisses me off so much, which is actually my last game. That's part of it. <laughs> oh, oh okay. well, I I'll mention, but, um, but yeah, I really, I still really like that game. Like if, if you like Assassin's Creed at all and you hate all that bullshit, don't do the bullshit. Just push through the yeah. story and it's still going to be a long experience just pushing through the story. It's a long game, regardless of how you play it. Um, But it's, yeah, it's good. It's not as good as Odyssey,
0: but I still really liked Valhalla. All right. Uh, and I guess my last game is Digimon Survive. I love Digimon. Digimon's the best thing in the world. I'm wearing a Digimon shirt right now. And Digimon Survive is a visual novel tactics game. So as you're playing the game, you're making decisions. Uh, Those decisions more so affect, like, your relationship with the other characters in the game. And uh how your uh, Digimon your Agumon digivolves later on it's very simple of a visual novel i like the story though the only thing is the only thing i will say is like the decisions you make especially your first playthrough they don't matter too much and but something i really enjoyed about it was it's 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 a dark digimon game like, it's a dark story. Like I, I don't... Maybe this is a spoiler or not, but people can die. Characters in that game can die. And it's... I, I don't know. I, I want them to do another Digimon Survive game because I want them to take what they had and do more with it. Uh, maybe do more where your decisions matter a bit more. Only thing I will say is... um I've only played through once and I found out uh some people the path is kind of laid out in a very specific way uh like cer- certain story beats happen no matter what in your first playthrough and it is until your second playthrough where you have to play the game again where you can kind of change the story beats mm. and that kind of sucks. So, I kind of wish that was the only th- that what that wasn't the case like I could just let it be my story the first time playing but uh yeah i really hope they make a second one um do you
1: know how successful it was sales wise
0: i mean that'll be a big indicator i don't (laughs) uh, so here's the thing i don't want to do that because i don't want to be sad um uh and second of all for a digimon game i don't know what success is for them yeah but you can look up You know, other ones that got multiple in a line
1: of games or something. I don't know. Um, I'll do it for you. And I'll just let you. I'll I'll just, I won't tell you the numbers. I'll just say this is getting a sequel one day or this might not be getting a sequel one day.
0: (laughs) Um, Well, here's the thing right now. Like Digimon has um, two lines of games. There's Digimon World, which is more of the uh, like uh, pet raising kind of game. Um, and then there's Digimon Story, which is the one I sent to you guys, where it's more RPG uh, storylined kind of based thing. And Survive is just—it's a ho- new thing. It's a visual novel. Okay. So I'm hoping maybe we c- maybe it can get its own line too because the tactics isn't like uh, challenging or difficult. It could use some more systems to it. Uh, and like I said, with the visual novel, you know, it. I kind of just wish it could. They can take what they have now and evolve it even more. But yeah, that that's Digimon Survive. Go buy it. Make me happy.
1: Okay. So my last game um, is God of War Ragnarok. Oh, okay. and there was like. <sighs> a level like a certain level of disappointment that i had playing it at times but it's still a good game and the i mean obviously visually it's amazing the gameplay is pretty much just more of what we got in the 2018 version which was fucking great um playing as atreus uh, i don't know if i was just totally like not paying attention to like development news or trailers or whatever but i had no idea i was going to play as atreus so like that was awesome. That was probably my favorite part of the game from like a gameplay standpoint was when I got to play as a Atreus. And it's a good amount. It's not like... You know how like a, in The Last of Us there was like a level or something? In the yeah. first one. Um, and then obviously in the sequel she's the main character. and Or half and half with... But anyways. In this I never point, played the
0: sequel, so... You never played Last of Us 2? No. I should. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: you should. <laughs> I'm surprised. I, I, I don't know how I like forgot that or did when
0: another. did that come out? Maybe that was during the time I was unemployed or moving or something.
1: Uh, it was right in the pen, pand- like right after the pandemic started. I believe. Oh, am I might
0: have just been depressed.
1: Well, it was a depressing time, and the game <laughs> is very depressing, so maybe you made the right decision. <laughs> that, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> this game, last of not to get sidetracked, but Last of Us 2 is definitely. In my opinion, a harder game to play than the first one. And I'm not talking about like difficulty. I'm talking about with what you're talking about, like in terms of like goriness and death. And, and then mm. it's already like a more depressed, like, right. setting and time in the main character's lives. And it's, it's just rough. Um, but God of War Ragnarok, like I said, beautiful gameplay was great. Loved playing as Atreus. Didn't expect to play as him at all, let alone as much as I did. Um, and then while the story left, like, things to be desired, I do want to see how... Because I, I thought, like, I was going to be like, you know, this could be the end of God of War for me. But I do want to see what they do next. Like, I it just... The way they switched into Norse mythology and, like, made it so different but also still so clearly God of War was, like, really amazing to me. And I don't know if I want to see Kratos because that's the main thing. That's the main reason why I want to bring it up and give it a shout-out regardless of whatever shortcomings I thought it had. Kratos is arc is so good like in this game i'm just so proud of him (laughs) i'm like oh my god like how did they turn him into what he was in the original trilogy just rage, right into like a person and then redemption finally after all this time you know what i mean like it was just so good it's so freaking good that's all i gotta say about god of war all
0: right so that's that's all our video games those are the big. Big ones for us, I guess. Congratulations, you all get game of the year. Congratulations! (laughs) Imagine like (laughs) an award being given out, and the winner is everyone. (laughs) Don't you love games? (laughs)
1: That would be great,
0: actually. Yeah, (laughs) Jeff Keeley, take notes. (laughs) Uh, This next uh, category should be a quick one: Um, podcasts. I'm very big into podcasts. Um, listening to them, I got two on my list, and I—I uh, I guess
1: you said you had two, or I only had one. But I'll—I will That's do an honorable mention for one. I'll go first because okay. it's not as interesting. Um, the honorable one is a uh, "What's Right" with Nick Wright. It's just—it's just like a sports podcast mainly. Mm. but he's a tv personality who i i like there's a lot of he's like a love him or hate him kind of guy because like he's someone who's like so very like my opinion you know is like right so if you don't agree you're definitely not gonna like him right uh but i like him a lot more in the podcast which i feel like applies to any anything where you have to talk at length it's it's gonna be hurt when it has to go to TV and you have commercials and you're trying to fit it within certain time frames and there's other people that have to get, you know, it's supposed to be like a you know back and forth type of thing. But in this, it's just him. Well, it's not just him actually. It's him and his son. And so first off, that's already an interesting dynamic, right? Um, and they're funny and they're you know, it's he's a you know, it seems like he's a good dad. I don't know, it's just a podcast. Um but when I want to like listen to sports related things randomly, because I don't watch as much as I used to, right? I right. um, rather listen to that than like YouTube clips from like these talking heads on the TV shows or whatever. So I've enjoyed that, but I haven't like listened to, to it too much. But it's it's pretty good for if you're interested in sports.
0: You know what? I, I'm gonna count this one as an honorable mention as well, because. It kind of just started. There's two episodes, but the people involved in it, um, I've uh, listened to them before. Uh, They both worked at Waypoint, which was Vice's video game vertical, or whatever the fuck they call it. It was their video game uh, website. Still is, actually. (laughs) There are still some cool people who work there. Uh, But these two were there during... The beginning times, I really enjoyed them on there. Then they left, and I didn't hear them as much. But they started a podcast called Death by Online. Uh, it's it's an internet culture podcast. And the hosts are Natalie Watson and Danica Harold. Uh, I love their personalities. They are fun to listen to. The first episode literally came out as, like, Elon Musk was fucking up Twitter. <laughs> so, it was mostly discussing the timeline of all that. And the second one was just talking about their interactions with TikTok and me learning that TikTok is very different for different people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they started talking about some guy who married a mannequin and has a kid with the mannequin. Uh, It's a doll, apparently. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I was just like, what the fuck? That is left field from me listening to lesbians and transgender people and cat videos. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) The algorithm is very strong. Yeah. (laughs) Also, I I might be a lesbian. I don't fucking know. (laughs) Uh, Maybe TikTok's telling me something. I definitely want a cat, though. Uh, uh, do you want to go with your main mention? Okay, so
1: my favorite podcast because it's basically the only podcast I listen to, um, is Bad Friends. Oh, yeah. so I thought, I thought you were
0: going to say uh, James and John try podcast. I don't okay. count. Ca- I mean,
1: we, I'm in it. Like, I don't know. That I feel like it doesn't count. But um, you listen to it? I hope. No, I do, but it's. I don't know. It's just more like. It's not the same. Business. Yeah. Um. But I just fucking love that podcast. It was recommended to me by my friend Gabe um, because he knows I like Andrew Santino, who's, you know, one of the hosts. They're both comedians. Uh, The other one is Bobby Lee. They're just both so funny, totally different, but hilarious. And their dynamic is hilarious. I'm sure they play it up a bit for the name, you know, bad friends. So they probably like, you know. It's probably not exactly the way that they, you know, portray it on the podcast, but it's it's really fun to watch them. And I started from the beginning, like I didn't you know I don't know how you listen to podcasts that are already established like that, but like someone was telling me like they'll listen to a new one and then they'll listen to it in reverse. And I was like because that's how it'll play like on a you know what i mean if you don't go oh. to the beginning but i was like that's just weird to me i want to see the evolution if anything right so right. i went to the first episode and I'm, I'm still not caught up i think i'm like 110 episodes in or something and because for me you know i mean we've already established like you're a guy that's into podcasts i'm not really this is like the first time i'm like invested where like you know you learn so much about people's lives when it's just they're, yeah. every week they're you know releasing content like that and it's got like every emotion you could feel you you would feel if you get invested because so much happens in their lives through the course of this podcast and like uh they brought in uh not a co-host what what is it like when you have like a person who's always there but they're not one of the hosts you know what i mean like
0: they're Paying attention to the levels and stuff like a producer, no, they have that that. too,
1: but no, like someone who's like there to be a part of it, but they're not, it's not, it's not equal. It's maybe just like a, maybe it's a guest, but it's like constant, like a constant guest. I don't know. It's just she's not a host. So they, what they did was Bobby Lee has, um, essentially a niece daughter thing, like it's, it was his ex's because they were together at the time. Um, okay. Uh, her niece and they brought her over from the Philippines because she wanted to go to school here Okay, so he ends up going like hey why don't you come on you know the podcast and it was supposed to be just like just be present just something to do just so you can see it right <laughs> but she ended up becoming like a fan favorite Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> so they kept bringing her on and she became a part of the show and so she was there every episode but I already spoiled one of the things is like him and her aunt end up breaking up, and then there's like the drama with that and the tension, and and then oh. she she is starting school, and and her life is changing, so she can't be there for every episode, and just like all these little different things start changing, and then like different guests start coming in, and it's different and good, like I, I'm I'm still enjoying it, but it's just like when these things happened, I just didn't expect again because i've never really been into podcasts like you it's like heartbreaking right. you know what i mean it's like oh no like i can't believe that i'm not gonna hear this person again or or not on a weekly basis or whatever is right, right. coming out and it is just it was tough and then you see like that person's growth so like when she came in she was just like a shy yeah i think she was like i think she was technically an adult like 18 but like you know a teen a, oh, young, okay. yeah, a yeah. young girl and now the way she is now is just like night and day it's just so funny because you know she's been put on this platform and they've really like done a lot to like boost you know her confidence right. and, you know so it's just that's been a really really good podcast listen for me and i i love it like
0: i'm kind of scared yeah. to like
1: get current because i don't know I, th- these changes a lot of these things that i'm telling you about are recent so i don't know how it's gonna like impact you know like a right. longer term view of the podcast but I'm i still
0: mean going. i try listening to like a podcast like the giant Bombcast for a good couple years and then when the host dies you know like that fuck that it's weird to love someone that you had never met oh man i guess the closest
1: i had to that and it's not a person dying or anything like that but it was like remember i used to be into like listening to like greg miller and colin moriarty and whatever oh yeah yeah. and then the split like oh yeah that was just like wow <laughs>
0: <laughs> to me i
1: thought they were like inseparable you know
0: <clears throat> that's still a weird thing mm-hmm. i uh Whatever. Honestly, it sounds like there was a lot of things going on at the time. It wasn't just that Twitter joke or whatever. No, that was just like
1: the final straw.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Oh. Uh, my last podcast. Um. I really got into this one. So on, I like listening to actual play podcasts, which are podcasts, uh, where people play tabletop RPGs, and I got on TikTok. I was just like, ah. Oh, this is my favorite uh, actual play podcast right now, which was pretending to be people. What are yours? And TikTok, mean TikTok, people actually commented a bunch. And the one that I kept seeing pop up was one called Dungeons and Daddies, which is a DD actual play podcast, which I don't care for Dungeons and Dragons. It's not the game I want to play. And from listening to Dungeons and Dragon podcasts in the past, uh, like from high school, uh, I've gotten bored of them because they're relatively the same thing. Like you got silly characters. The second you get into battle, it's a hu- uh, it takes forever. Um, it's it's just not fun for me. And then it goes on to for like a hundred episodes, and yeah. But Dungeons and Daddies is more comedy focused in a lot of ways. Not only that, it's it's not like Dungeons and Dragons focused because season one is it's a they're playing dads with their children. They're supposed to go to the soccer uh event and they find their way into the Dungeons and Dragon world. <laughs> and the kids get taken away, and the dads, being the main characters, have to go find them and they 're all broken in different ways that dads are broken and it's it they just do a good job of mixing the comedy with the game well they 're all writers yes that that is true that they, they are all writers they're all um, they have done storytelling in different ways um, and actually, the thing that <laughs> I I went into this going with nothing, knowing nothing about it, because again, people were just like talking about it in my comments section. So I'm like, oh, let me try it. (laughs) I didn't realize the uh, DM was Anthony Birch, (laughs) which that was a shock. Like he started talking. I'm like, I know this guy's voice, (laughs) but I can't really put it. And then he says his name. I'm like, Wow, that's a blast from the past. I thought he left the internet, so I was really shocked. He did for a
1: time, basically.
0: Well, I was just a little shocked he was doing something, this internet's like like to an audience kind of thing, Mm -hmm. because it really felt like he decided to just go into background stuff after the craziness that his life was for a little bit.
1: Well, he's always kind of worked with them, though. So, like, yeah. I, you know, I'm assuming they just were like, we should record. This. Like, you know, what I mean? Like they're probably already doing something like that.
0: Well, uh, I, well, they may have been playing D&D. I think they talk about it in one of the episodes, but it, like, comes up as a joke. Like, oh, well, if you were a dad in the D&D world, oh, well, this kind of dad would be a rogue and this dad would be a blah. And then, oh, God, let me get his name really quick. Freddie Wong, mm-hmm. I think he's the one that was just like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and Anthony Birch was like, what? <laughs> I thought we were, uh, okay. <laughs> and they were able to get people uh, to come play, you know, friends of theirs that they've worked with before. And it became a you know thing where they're making money now, so good for them. And it's a really good show. Um, I binged through all of season one. I've actually just got caught up with season two. It's a really good show. It made me cry while playing Pokemon one day. <laughs> so it got, there's one episode, It I got sad. I legit broke down crying. It involved a dog. That's all I'll say. It's good. Definitely give that a listen too. Um, you know, I, I went in there going, hey, I don't like Dungeons and Dragons, but I really enjoy this. And you know what? Um a lot of times I will listen to these kinds of podcasts and be like, okay, the DM is okay at their job of like doing the story and stuff. Anthony Birch is really good at going with the like leaning to the silliness but also bringing it back to like the story. But also he's really good at like creating mechanics. Like they played like a game of Fortnite kind of in Dungeons and Dragons. I'm like this is really kind of smart. I kind of want to take this system, probably not use it in Dungeons and Dragons, but use it in something else. So, yeah, that might be something I do in the future, if I somehow get to play more tabletop RPGs instead of living through other people. I guess the last category is experiences. Um, We're not doing movies? Oh! Sure! (laughs) I don't have anything! (laughs) I don't, uh, move... Right, I'll write movies here. You <laughs> <laughs> TV shows? Nothing co- is coming to
1: mind. Do you want to put them uh, together, just like visual sure. me- media, like that? <laughs> um. Okay. Well, so I'll maybe just one and one, then, because I had a bunch, but I don't, because <laughs> that's like the main thing that like I did for entertainment.
0: Uh, well, why don't you? Do, you can do one or two and I'll just do one because I'm trying to think of shit right now because this is a hard thing to think about.
1: What the fuck okay. can I watch? All right, so I'm, I'm, I'm lying. I'm going to do more. But, but so, so the way I'm going to do this is TV show. Um, I have a few, but I'm going to narrow it down to two. And those two, the first one is The After Party. I think I mentioned it in a previous episode. I don't know if you watched it, but I didn't it's on. Oh, cause I don't know if you have the service. It's Apple TV. Oh yeah. I don't have that. Okay. So the after party is a murder mystery, but it's hilarious. The cast is great. I didn't really know anything about it other than that. Like I I found out about it shortly before it came out. And then, so I just kind of watched it blind and I just, I loved it. Do you know anything about the after? I mean, again, I mentioned it, but that was like a while ago. No, not really. Do you know who? Um... <laughs> this is going to be great. No, you're terrible with names, right? So,
0: there's I'm no Terrible point. with names, faces. Well, the detective all that fun is stuff.
1: Tiffany Haddish. Do you know who that is? No. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, murder mystery comedy, great cast. Check it out. Um, the, the second one, I think it's one that you have to know. Hold on. Uh, Abbott Elementary. You don't know what Abbott, Abbott Elementary is. I don't is? think so. Okay, you definitely have to watch Abbott Elementary. That's What's on, that Hulu. on Hulu. Do you have Hulu? Yes. No, you have to watch Abbott Elementary. Um, it's another one of those like uh single camera, like like the office parks and rec type of vibe. You know? Um right. it's it's set in an underfunded elementary school. The cast is fucking unbelievable. I keep saying that, but like in the beginning, I still was really enjoying it. But in the beginning, it's a little bit too much like The Office, you know, like where you kind of feel like, oh, you know, I've kind of seen this before. But as it settles into like their characters and the school setting and those storylines start developing, it's really fucking great. And it's really funny. You definitely need to watch it. So do you want to do you have a show you watched before I say movie a movie?
0: Did Marvel What If come out this year that year? That's a
1: good question. I feel like it did. Let's see. I'm surprised you're picking that over um Hawkeye because you talked to me more about that one than Nope, it was 2021.
0: Which means was Hawkeye 2021 as well?
1: Was it? Man, ta- see this is where I'm saying the pandemic years are just
0: It was 21 because it was that this that like Yep, it was Christmas. the
1: end. It it was the end, yeah, of the um
0: end.
1: holy moly. Uh You have to have a show you watch in 2022
0: (laughs) so hold on let me open hulu um where the fuck is hulu there we go you're like boy meets world (laughs) (laughs) okay i got really sick at the end of the year uh both with like a cold and like a stomach bug Mm -hmm. um so i had a hard time just doing anything but I watched. Um, oh, apparently I watched season one of Bob's Burger. I didn't even realize I watched all those. Okay, so I watched season one of Bob's Burger. So That's you didn't watch a show f-
1: from twenty twenty
2: two. No,
0: really? No, so. no platform.
1: What? I, I, what came out? I well, I just listed two. <laughs> But, um, (laughs) but, uh, uh, okay. So another show that I would, uh, part of my longer list, if was the bear, do you even know what that is? No. What the fuck is that? Okay. So the bear is, this is just going to be me telling you shows to watch now. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So the bear is, um, okay. So it's follows a chef, right? He went to culinary school, worked in the best restaurant in the world right mm-hmm. he wanted to work at his brother's restaurant with him but he never let him so it was kind of like uh, he he wanted to rise up to the top like kind of like a prove himself type of thing then his brother dies and his brother leaves him the restaurant now this restaurant is kind of like a run down barely getting by restaurant in chicago he was in new york in the best restaurant in the world he makes it his mission like he feels like he has to make this work he needs to turn this restaurant around he needs to make it successful that's like the basic premise now obviously again there's like a million characters and and it's depressing because it starts with like the death of his brother um he has you know his own issues his own anxieties but it's also funny so it's a drama but it's funny too like they have that to like you know ease you through it a little bit more but it's a great show. Like, it, only the first season came out. I loved it. I want to see this. <gasps> now that I'm thinking about it, I have to throw everything out the window. No, no, no. I have. A, I was going to like just list. No, there's a show that is my favorite show. Okay. I don't think the first season came out in 2022, but a season came out in 2022, and I caught up. I watched it from, you know, those first two seasons in 2022. Reservation Dogs. Please tell me you know what that is. Okay. No. Put that at the top of the list now of like shows you have to watch. <laughs> reservation Dogs is about uh these teenagers that live on a reservation. They're in, like they're Native Americans. And um yeah. First off, you're introduced to that world, right? And you get to, you know, meet that community and it's not I mean, I never really think about it, but it's not like what I thought, I guess. Um but it starts off depressing as well, as many things do nowadays, I guess, um, with the death of one of their friends. But it was his dream to go to California. So they make it their mission to save up money to make, to, to make it to California. Really, the show is following them, like, trying to do that. So it's, it's, it is a drama as well, but it's also extremely funny. Like, they get into all kinds of shit, but it's funny. Uh do you know who Taiko Waititi is?
0: Is that the guy from Thor? He
1: plays the rock guy in Thor. Cor- well, Cor- was he
0: not the director?
1: He's the director, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't yeah, know. He said um, from Thor. I don't know. Yeah, he directed Thor. Um and he also did what we do in the Shadows. And point yeah, that's is, the one he's I, hilarious. Yeah. He uh I think produced this. Holy motion. I think I just got another show. I got it. (laughs) I'm sorry. They're both Tycho. They're both Tycho. (laughs) Let me make sure it was 2022 that I watched it. Man, shows were so good in 2022 if it was, and you were just ignoring it all. That's blowing my mind. I found a show. Wait, before you tell me your show, this show, the first season, only season so far, it is coming out with a second season, was in 2022. It is up there with Reservation Dogs for my favorite show. I'm saying that about every show that I list now. Apparently, yeah. Our flag means death. Do you know what that is? No. <laughs> it's another Taika he's, he. I don't think he made it, but he's in it. He star, or co-stars in it. Uh, is it's this about, the
0: pirate movie?
1: It's a show. But is it, it is the pirate past. show? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay, man? then,
0: yes, I know a little bit about this. All right, so he's,
1: it's a well-to-do guy. Who decides he wants to be a pirate and that's not you know how that's supposed to work <laughs> you know um and he's really not it, i mean he's surviving but like he's not cut out for it you know you got to be tough you got to be able to work hard you got to be able to survive right and he's this rich guy um so that's funny in and of itself but then he meets blackbeard played by taiko atiti <laughs> And I don't really want to say anymore. You might know okay. if you know a little bit about it, but just watch it. It's hilarious. Such a good show. Taika Waititi's the man. Anyways. Okay. Uh,
0: well, my show that everyone was waiting for. Um, <laughs> season three of Harley Quinn. Oh, oh yes. It, that, first of all, that show is just good in general.
1: But it was, that was the peak of it so far, though. Yeah. It's so oh, good. yeah. Holy shit. That's a great show. There's so <gasps> Peacemaker? Did you watch Peacemaker? No, I don't. Okay, that's a great show on HBO Max as well. Uh, I'm, I'm noticing all the shows I like are both like depressing and hilarious.
0: Yeah, like dark. That comedies. sounds about right for you. <laughs> I mean, well, no, I,
1: I, I do. I always knew I liked dark comedies and stuff like that, but I didn't realize how much of it I consumed in 2022 specifically. Usually, I have a more Spread like you know, like this is a drama. This is a comedy. This
0: is sci-fi. This is fan. You know what I mean? Nope. Just all
1: uh, dark comedies in
0: twenty twenty-two. Well, I mean, look at the past couple years. It's been a dark comedy. (laughs) It's oh, that's fair.
1: (sighs) (laughs) All right. Well, so that's TV shows and and Harley Quinn. That is a good. I'm glad you brought up because that,
0: like, man, you were the one that told me to watch it. Yeah, on this podcast. Wasn't well, it? I couldn't I couldn't remember when season three came out, so I had to double check. It's twenty twenty two.
1: So for people who haven't watched it yet, it is so good. Not only are the characters, yeah. you make they make you like care about all the characters. They're very well developed. It's still very DC, but it's in its own world where, you know, it's it's a lot funnier. It's a lot more fun. Like they, they take a lot of, you know, liberties and when when you first told me about it and like or I was seeing things online, it felt I thought it was like a parody, you know,
2: but it's not. Mm, it's not no. though.
1: No, it's just a comedy. It's just a comedy set in that universe. Yeah. Right? Um, but it's it's really good. And the Joker.
0: I'm sorry. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I, I yeah, love yeah. the
1: version of the Joker
0: in, in that show. <laughs> uh, as we as it moves on, yes. Yeah.
1: Um, first season Joker sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, first season Joker. He's the Joker. He's the villain, yeah. Yeah, he's he, villain. and he's the he's just the Joker. Like as the Joker is pr- pretty much. Yeah. They don't try to do but, anything to redeem him. Until- but it's also
0: fun to watch, yeah, his his arc, Harley Quinn's arc, uh Poison Ivy, uh her kind of arc. Like I'm very curious how the next season's going to go with the th- dynamic they set up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I have an old movie and I have a new movie. Okay. And that's about all I got. All right. You know, I probably watched a bunch of movies, but, you know. Do you want to
1: do one of them first?
0: Sure, yeah. Um, the old movie, John Carpenter's The Thing. Okay. Uh, this it's a, it's a really good horror movie. Just go fucking watch it. The special effects, like, what they were able to do back then. And it's all pra- it all has to be practical effects because they didn't have uh, that technology back then. And it's just fucking great, and it's I don't know. Just go fucking watch it. It's a really good movie, and you know it's kind of funny because that movie was not well received when it first came out. It's only as it aged that people realize, oh, it this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: I think I'm only I'm gonna stick to new movies unless something pops in my head. That's fine. I saw. A... Quite a bit. I'm just gonna try to like rattle off a few and not like spend too much time. Two that I'll mention together because uh, it's a a movie and the prequel to that movie is X and Pearl. They're both horror movies.
0: Oh, um, oh! I watched I watched X because you told me to. Did you like it? Yeah, I okay. thought I sent you a text about it.
1: If you did, I literally do not remember that. <laughs> but I'm glad you liked it. But you need to watch Pearl now. I. They're both really good. You need to see them both. But like, I prefer Pearl, I think. Like, there's just something about the... Because did I tell you like the influence? Like the first one is like influenced by Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, you told so, me
0: and you can... T- even yeah, as someone who has not seen that movie, you can yeah. tell. So, but Pearl
1: is influenced by The Wizard of Oz and like those first Technicolor films. And you will see that when you watch the movie as well. But that was interesting to me. Like, when I heard that, I was like, what? Like, what? how? You know? Like, how is it a horror movie and it's influenced by that? But when you watch it, you see it. And I just think that there was just... I think... I mean, maybe it's Mia Goth. She's the main actress. She takes it to another level in Pearl. And I think that's what really... Not only, like, the visual and the influence, but, like, Mia Goth really takes it to another level. And I just really loved that movie. I'm kind of, like worried that they're making a third one because i feel like this is just like a perfect one-two punch mm. i'm like can the third one really live right. up you know but we'll we'll see but i'm really i'm really happy with those two movies they were really
0: really good um do you want me to read the text i sent you go ahead you can let me know if it's too much a spoiler and i need to cut it out i watched x tonight as well as host and pray it was very fun a uh, fun oh, movie Prey
1: is so good holy shit yes
0: uh I enjoyed it and agree with the main subtext that old couples should have more oh,
1: sex. I, I do remember even though that wasn't the subtext, but I do remember that. Um I was making a joke. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh man, but now you mentioned pray. Now now you mentioned pray. So I got to take Pray did not come
0: out this year? Did it? Oh, it
1: didn't. 2022? Did it? Yeah, it did. Pray?
0: Oh, hey, <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
1: You have one. Do you want to talk about it, or do you want me to just talk about it?
0: I really enjoyed it. Um,
1: uh, Did you see the Predator movies?
0: Yes. okay. So you had- I watched one and two. Okay. Uh, Because the Next Lander, they did a watch cast of both of those, so I watched those. I have to find a way to watch um, Blade, because they did a watch cast on
1: that. I I think you mentioned that to me, that they did that, but I also mentioned you should watch Predators with an S. Mm. yeah i i you preferably you should would have watched it before prey because i think prey is the best one so like yeah
0: to be fair predator 2 uh has a connection with uh prey though no Gun.
1: yeah the first two are the only one there is something from predators that's in prey but it's really like it's it's really feels like its own side thing but it's just that's the other good movie in the franchise in my opinion okay you know? um but i but like i said praise in my opinion the best one so I don't know, but like, I just really loved that setting for the movie. And like, I was like, okay, so why didn't they do this before? I'm not saying that exact movie, but like, why aren't we just going to a different place, a different time, putting a predator there and just, that's the movie. It seems so simple. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it works. (laughs) I mean, technically
0: that's what happened with one and two.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, like, just do that. Like, why did they try to get cute (laughs) in in, in the in-betweens? Like, it's been so long from Predator 2 to Prey. You know what I mean? Like, what year was Predator 2? Oh, you don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You act like I care about these things. Uh, Predator 2 is 1990. All right, so that was 32
1: years before they could get it right again? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, I guess Predators, like I said, I think it's underrated. I liked it, but still. Um, all right, and then did you see the menu? Do you know what the menu is? I don't even know if I could talk about it without spoiling it.
0: No, I remember people talking about this on Twitter. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's on HBO. I'll add it. Yes. Watch it's it. It's horror, right? Yeah.
1: It's not scary, though. Is it, is, it, is it more a thriller? Maybe it's more of a thriller. Okay, I'm just trying to give like the basic premise. A group of people go to an exclusive restaurant where everything's supposed to be catered to them, and things don't go the way they think. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just leave it at that. But it is very good. It's I think it's pretty funny. I don't know if I'm a lunatic, but I think I was laughing in the theater, and it was pretty quiet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um but I loved it. Oh my god. And there's some good social commentary in there too. Uh
0: what about Glass Onion? Did you see that? I'm hopefully going to watch that ton- uh not to uh yes, I guess tonight uh Friday night.
1: Okay, did you see Knives Out?
0: Yes, yes. Okay, so
1: this is a sequel to Knives Out in a way. Like really the detectives the only thing that carries over, but it's right, like, right. you know in that same universe. I thought much like the first one, the cast was amazing. It was very funny. You know, I had fun following. It's not as much of a mystery in a way, but it was still f- fun to see the steps, you know? Right. Um. And Janelle Monet is unbelievable in this movie. Like, she's she's just unbelievable, but like, obviously, but like, I'm like, she she's the real deal as an actress too, because, you know, obviously she's mainly known for singing, but she can win an Academy Award one day if she wants. That's how I feel about it everything everywhere all at once i have not seen it okay that was like the first movie that i remember seeing this year and i think i keep going back and forth I, i think it's my favorite movie of the year okay um it's just so fucking crazy like it they just do whatever they want in this movie and it's so fun and then it still has like this dramatic core you know with you know, this woman who feels stuck in her life and then she has to be pushed to go on this crazy journey and then she has to realize, like, it's like realizing your own power, how to take control of your own situation, how you've been holding people by, how you've been affecting other people, just, like, all this stuff. And then the action is fucking awesome in it. Uh, Michelle Yeoh is just a beast in it. I, I just, I really, really enjoyed that movie. And, like, when I first watched it, it was, like, I watched it in theaters. I was like it was almost a shock like they really made this <laughs> like they, really, they really just did everything they wanted to do in this movie um so I'm glad that not only was it successful but it's like getting a you know award nominations Michelle Yeoh has won multiple awards she just won a golden globe for best actress so that's a really good one and then I'm just gonna pick two more and then do you have a last one? Uh, yes okay so you can go last because these are just two together and I already just (laughs) gave it's just that this was my favorite one I already gave like that whole you know thing but there was two big movies this year and as someone who loves to go to the movies I was like this is the movies you know what I mean like this is why you have to go to the movies this is why we could get rid of the cinema But this is why we shouldn't get rid of the cinema. You're not going to get this experience at home. You're just not. Um, The first one came out earlier in the year. That was Top Gun. And I'm not even like a, you know, fan of like Top Gun like that. But Tom Cruise has mastered making the blockbuster over all this time. And he just made such an accessible movie, such a movie that anyone can enjoy. And it was big. And the stunts were incredible and you know he filmed it with an IMAX camera and I saw it in IMAX so that was just like visually just like insane just an exhilarating movie can't feel that anywhere outside of a movie theater the last one just came out in his avatar you know and I, you remember how I was when I saw the first Avatar and I had to get yeah. everyone to go watch it. And unfortunately, you didn't get the right experience because they fucked up. See, now that I've worked at a movie theater, I know what was wrong. Remember, Uh-oh. I told you back then there's something wrong with the 3D. It's not supposed yeah, yeah, to be yeah. like this. Now that I've worked at a movie theater, it's, um, there's this thing called polarizers that have to go over the lens when you're showing a 3D. Uh. Film. So they had the polarizers open so, because they had a 2D showing of something before. You know, I uh, never closed it. So yeah, we got like a half. It looked good. great. It looked good, but you, it didn't, what I was tr- trying to tell you, you never got to experience. So that's, mm. that's still like a frustration. I, I want you to see Avatar 2 in 3D just so you can finally see what I've been trying to tell you. And, you know, obviously you have to wait because I know you don't want to be in there with these like packed crowds because it's about to cross $2 billion. So it's making oh, how many people are showing up. Yeah, but they did it again. You know, I, was saying I, I don't know if I prefer it over the original. I still don't know. There's things I do prefer. Like, there's a lot... I like the characters more. There's a bigger cast of characters with the Na'vi that I just find them more interesting. There's a, his fam Like, the family unit is more interesting to me in this um, than just, like, you know, the ragtag group from the first one or whatever. But the visuals are on a whole nother level again. Like, when, with the first Avatar, I feel that before Avatar 2... We had not matched Avatar 1 still from a Mm. visual effects standpoint. You know, all these Marvel movies make it a billion, $2 billion, and they don't put the money back into the movie to make it look like that, which I never understood. I'm like, why aren't these the best looking movies every year, you know? But with Avatar 2, they wanted a top Avatar 1. The effects, the 3D is even better. So with the first one, again, you didn't. I I don't know really what that experience was like for you. I know you enjoyed it, but like since I know what it was supposed to look like, it's like, I know how smooth it was and how it, sometimes I forgot that I was wearing 3d glasses. That's how good it was. But with this one, it's like on a whole nother level. There was times where I had to go like this, like, take my take the glasses off to make sure i was seeing it it was like so smooth that i'm like is this even 3d but then you go like that and it's a whole blurry ass screen you know and then you put it back on and you're just like this is just too clean it looks (laughs) too good like how did they do this um they experimented with some technology i'm not going to get like super into it but like they did like some high frame rate stuff which i also want you to see because i want to know how you feel about that like so you've someone who's been playing video games your whole Mm. life I've noticed some people that I've talked to that are used to 60 frames or higher didn't even notice. Like they were just like, oh, it was just beautiful. It just looked great. For me, those scenes were very smooth, but it was almost like unsettling. Cause to me, that's Mm. not what movies look like. That's what a video game looks like. You know what I mean? (laughs) So like to me a movie is 24 frames per second. And that there's like a there's like a magical flickering to it. It's like it's like a it's like a trance that it tries to put you in because it's not as smooth as a video game. You know what I mean? It's right. more just like a constant, you know, um, but in those scenes, it made me go. This is impressive, but it also keeps making me aware that it's happening. But other people didn't feel that. So I want to see how you you know feel about that. I know why they did it. It's because sorry, um, <laughs> I just hit my mic really hard. <laughs> They did it because it was like action sequences and stuff and they were trying to have tighter shots than they had in the first one so it would have been like headache inducing with the 3D effect at 24 frames per second. So this was a part of the smoothing mm. of it to make you really not even notice, you know, that you're really watching a 3D movie other than that it looks, you know, real and incredible. Right. Um but yeah, Top Gun was the highest grossing movie until Avatar 2, which is now about to cross 2 billion again like James Cameron is
0: Goaded well, my movie pick is also amazing. Um, <laughs> this is also part of the reason
1: why I wanted you to go after I just made these huge like
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's called Dead Stream. It's on Shudder It's a horror comedy.
1: <laughs> it's even worse than I expected. <laughs> It's good, like, it's a fun, like, it's this guy who, um... I know, but, like, does anybody know about this movie besides you?
0: Uh, I... Hey, I learned about it from, uh, Twitter, but it's a bunch of, like, horror people I follow, you know? Okay. But kind of think, like, uh, PewDiePie kind of character. He... That's already horrific, yeah? Yeah, like, well, he kind of gets cancelled. Uh, apparently he, like, paid, uh like a homeless man and the homeless man to do like some kind of prank thing. Yeah. And the homeless man ends up in the hospital. So he, he's now coming back. He's like, he's saying he's apologized. He's donated this, that I'm coming back. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to do a haunted house. I found this house that here's the backstory of it. And I'm going to actually lock myself in and he locks the door and he makes a thing of where throwing the key an event and stuff and he is like, ooh, oh, look at the spooky, huh? You know? And then shit actually starts happening. Uh, but he, yeah, so, it's kind of like this asshole where it's like, yeah, fuck you. You're not a real person. <laughs> yeah, it actually sounds interesting. Yeah, it, it's definitely a interesting take on um, uh, social media influence or those type of people uh kind of them and dealing with the real world and stuff like that it's it was fun it's funny you know i would definitely say it's more of a comedy than a horror because that's such a hard thing to balance Mm -hmm. but it it was fun at least and yeah that's on shutter i don't know if you can you know rent it otherwise i would assume so and it came out in 2022, so fuck y'all. Ah, uh, so those are the movies and TV shows that we definitely planned and <laughs> was not last minute. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell, like I, I'm in a different space than you are. <laughs> but that's good. That's you, what you, makes but, us people.
1: I mean, it's true. But usually, you usually you have something like. We've, we've talked about TV shows and movies plenty of times.
0: <laughs> I think the thing is, like, I don't care when they like come out. Mm-hmm. Like with Hawkeye and Marvel, what if I was really in the Marvel kind of mindset around that time? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, these are coming out. I want to watch them. But 2022, I had a hard time just sitting down and watching shit. And then when I was watching shit, it was like you know I watched Bob's Burgers. I watched, I did that thing where I watched a lot of let's plays and stuff on YouTube and things like that. That was my comfort, you know, watching shit. I didn't want to consume. I didn't want and I didn't want to digest something. I just wanted to consume, you know. But maybe that's something I'll keep uh I'll think about for this year. So our. Last category? I don't know. Experiences yeah. we've had. Um, I, I I have three things on here. I, I'm i just going to throw this out because I don't know if we're going to talk about it too, too much, but the quote-unquote death of Twitter. Mm. That was a surreal uh, experience for these past uh, couple months. Because honestly, when it happened, I forgot about that whole... Uh, Elon Musk uh, offered to buy Twitter at a extraordinary price. Yeah, tried to back out, but he signed a thing that said he wasn't allowed to back out. Yeah, which Elon Musk. Think they said he, he's people. the first
1: person to lose two hundred billion dollars.
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> for people who like were really in love with the guy, like thinking he was like the next. Tech Messiah or whatever. Yeah. Even though, like, for for the past like couple years, we've been seeing you know things here and there showing that no, he's a man. Yeah, he's kind of an idiot, kind of an idiot, and also kind of a asshole. Yeah. Probably actually big asshole in general. Uh, but yeah, Twitter uh, dying. (laughs) Not really, I guess. But. You know, I like I signed up for two different social media accounts. Did you hear
1: I'm sorry, it's still on subject cuz we're talking about Elon Musk, but yeah, did yeah. you uh hear about what happened with the Teslas in California?
0: I heard about the stock prices dropping, but
1: no, the cars like so you know how he's been working towards like auto driving or whatever? Automated yeah, yeah. driving. So like they turned it on in California and immediately like car accidents. Yeah, like there was a car they were driving on the highway and they jumped in front of a car slammed the brakes eight car pile up but they didn't do it it was the car the car just did it itself
0: (laughs) man like there's a bit of me that would love us to be at that point where Yeah, but we're not yeah
1: (laughs) i yeah we got to get there but i just he keeps he's always saying like he can do whatever he announced something. He's like, and it's gonna be here next year. It's like, no, this shit takes time. Like, what do you mean? Yeah.
0: And he said that like ten years ago, by the way. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know if there's much more to talk about. I I will say uh, I've been enjoying my time on co-host, just like looking into uh, tabletop games and people talking about that and stuff like that. Uh, I probably should. Do more on there. (laughs) How has been your time on Mastodon? Because I know you went there. Yeah,
1: I I, I, I like it It, mainly because I just feel like I like all the people that I not only follow, obviously, but like even the things that pop up. Mm -hmm. It's just just been an enjoyable experience. Like, I feel like it's the thing is, it'll change if it gets bigger, you know, like anything. Yeah, Uh, yeah. It's just right now, it feels like early Twitter, where it was like, oh, this small, cool little community, but then that'll change when it gets bigger, you know? Yeah. Um, but I like it. Uh, it's not like I'm on it like the way I was on Twitter, but at the same time, that's by design. A big part of Mastodon is like, we're not going to use algorithms to yeah. lure you in all the time to keep you constantly having to scroll, you know? So that's, that's kind of nice. the same with a co host. Right. So that's nice. Um But I'm also still on Twitter, you know, like, yeah, if it dies and Mastodon, you know, doesn't take off. I don't know if I'm really going to keep searching, though. That's the thing. Like, I feel like what I what I've enjoyed about Mastodon is that I'm like, oh, yeah, it doesn't have to be like Twitter. I don't it doesn't have to be all consuming. But then I'm remembering I don't need this at all. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it just it was kind of like when I didn't have my that was excessive, but it was kind of like when I didn't have my phone for a while. Where I was like, oh, like, yeah, people used to be like this. Like, we didn't have to constantly be connected, you know?
0: As someone trying to do a podcast, <laughs> uh, I, I need technology. <laughs> yeah,
1: but you don't need a phone. I mean, not like that. Not to be, you know? Like, I don't know. How
0: am I going to play Marvel Snap? I mean, you could
1: play it on a phone. I'm not saying you don't need a phone at all. I'm just saying the way we use technology is we've gone a little far. As just. Uh, right, well, yes as people we've gone a little far well i mean the pandemic didn't help i feel like maybe i was a little bit better because i would the thing is before i didn't need to catch up on twitter i would just oh i'm on it let me what's happening now you know yeah but i feel like during the pandemic i really started doing the scrolling thing like
0: Uh, see everything you know i Um, didn't really do that because it's just depressing um (laughs) <laughs> but also like a lot of things, like for me a l- lot of the people I follow like yes they're they have like uh political uh views and stuff, but honestly, pretty much everyone I follow is like left uh leaning or and that's kind of where I'm at, so it's not like I got a lot of you know random like if anyone was like promoting. Right wing shit. I would just unfollow them, mm-hmm. even if I like their content. It's just like, nope, we can't, we can't deal with this. Bye bye. Uh, and right now, like, I don't follow too. You know, I don't follow like a thousand people, like some people do. Um, it's probably higher than I'm thinking it is, but it's still, you know, there are times. You know, it's not like when I go on Twitter, I'll get a couple messages, and then go away, and then come back ten minutes later. A lot of times, 10 minutes later, it's still at where I left it, you know? I don't know what your Twitter is like. (laughs) No,
1: I mean, it's like... It fills up quick, but it's more just like I don't check it every, you know, 10 minutes. I check it, you know, hours apart. But like I said, I feel the need to scroll through everything that happened in those hours. And that's just a problem. Again, but that's kind of changing. That was more, you know before yeah. I, I didn't have my phone and before this whole thing happened where then I was on Mastodon for a while. And I'm on both, but I just don't consume that media the same way.
0: Uh, so yeah, that was that's the Twitter. You have a experience you want to throw in? I, I got two more after this. The World Cup.
1: Oh, okay. Soccer? Yeah, it's not the okay. first time I've watched the World Cup, but this is the first time I was like, taken away with it you know like i got into it and i you know watched most of the games that i could watch and was like super invested come time the final because i was rooting for do you know who messi is well he's like the goat now i mean he was already considered like the best or one of the best players of all time but he had never won a world cup uh and and he's um 30 i don't know 30 is already
0: kind of old for no, soccer, he Soccer, if he's, I'm remembering. And he, and Yeah, and,
1: he, and he's past like, like I don't know if it's, like, 36 or 37 or something like that. Yeah, he's old mm. for soccer. Um, but he's still really good. But, again, he hadn't won it in the past. So, it's easy to think, well, he's not necessarily going to be able to win it this time at an even older age. But the team was pretty good. Um, their national team going into it. And he took it to another level. And, yeah, he got it done. So, I was, like, super invested. But also, the final itself was very exciting, which, if you're not a soccer fan, it's hard to see what's exciting about soccer because there's so much of no scoring, so much of nothing happening, you know? But, like, this game was, like, tense. Michelle doesn't watch soccer. She watched it, and even she was like, holy shit, this is crazy, you know? (laughs) Because, especially towards the end of the match, like, it started becoming, like, a barrage of scoring, and it was just like, holy shit, this is crazy. The things they had to do, you know? um there was Messi for Argentina and um, Mbappe for France and he was like really going on he had a hat trick that means he scored three times think about Whoa. how few scoring there is in soccer yeah, and yeah, then yeah. he scored three times but it was just insane and I was just happy that this was the one that I decided to actually pay attention to because it like paid off in the end like in a way where I could be satisfied but um but also like watching some of those games with Michelle like She's not really into sports, you know, but like she was into it. I was talking to people at work about it. It was like the like I said, the most into the World Cup I was. In. And so it was a whole experience that was more than just the game. You know, it was like right. constant for those weeks. But yeah,
0: I guess my next experience. I decided to try this program out called Merit America. Uh, they have a couple different programs where you try to get. Uh, certificates to get a better job in like technology and all that stuff i did their it uh, support career because i think that was the like quickest one just to you know see if i can get out of my current job because i was really pissed off at my job in the uh, middle of the year there so i did this program it's like three months uh to you know, get the certificate. Then three months to uh, find a job, and it was a very interesting experience of just doing this thing. And I still don't know how I feel. Um, like I'm, I'm kind of glad I did it. I got to meet people. I talked to people, uh, people with different experiences and stuff. I remember talking to some guy who talked about uh, he was trying to do a. Uh, like a d and d podcast uh we kept talking about it like as a dramatization kind of thing, and also talking about how he was editing it, like the milliseconds for all this <laughs> stuff. I was just like, uh oh, I, I don't do that <laughs> i I'll cut out silence, but it's more like a feel, you know, how much silence there should be uh, in between words and stuff. Uh, and then he was talking about, like, uh, hiring, like, calling them, like, actors and stuff. I don't know. It was weird. Um, very nice guy, though. Uh, and then, I, like, we got put into, like, smaller groups. And my group made a Discord channel, which I joined. I made, like, a Jack uh, Jackbox party uh, one day. I was able to get a couple of us to do that, and that was fun. And... Yeah, it was an interesting experience, but I don't know if I'll be able to get a job because first of all, tech jobs have kind of people been fired. So now there's a lot of tech people, even though I'm trying to get into an entry position. These people who might be desperate for jobs, who might have been making a bunch of money, might just be like, fuck it, I'll take a, uh, a tech support job for right now or do two tech support jobs. While I'm trying to get a job in this. And because in that field, it's very much you putting out resumes, you're networking, you're doing all this stuff for someone coming into it. It is just a lot. And it's very demoralizing to put in, you know, 50 applications. And at most you get back is a rejection letter if you're lucky. Some people just don't fucking ever talk to you again or communicate back to you ever again, and that sucks. And also talking about social media, being on LinkedIn, that place fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> uh, like in general, like I couldn't really put my uh, like I couldn't really formulate why it sucked for a while. But I bumped into this uh, TikTok where they it was in the uh, meme so but i'm just gonna break down what it was uh you have to be so positive on linkedin there is no it seems like there's an uh unspoken rule where you can't be negative it it always has to be even if you're struggling You always have to like end it with like, but I'm not quitting. I'm gonna put in ten more applications today. I'm gonna blah blah blah. I'm like, fuck off, just vent.
1: Well, so then why don't you just do that? Vent? Yeah.
0: Maybe I will when I'm fucking done with
1: it. You'll change LinkedIn.
0: (laughs) I I won't. And here's the thing, like, I don't know if this is just me being a me being a negative person who likes the vent who well You know, I vent. I I speak about my feelings, good or bad. I'll joke. I'll, you know, whatever. But you can, you know, I'm being negative. And maybe that's not how people are. Maybe I'm in a minority and other people are positive beings of. No, that's not even
1: close to true.
0: I hope so. (laughs) I hope that's true because fucking A, these people that are just like ah, uh, I'll no, keep clapping p- for you Yeah, and one day it'll be my turn. It's like, fuck off. It may never be your turn, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's all just bullshit and networking stuff. It's not like a real social yeah. media. But I shouldn't say, that's not everyone though. I've seen, it, it just depends like who you know, you're know you interacting with and what you're trying to accomplish on LinkedIn, right? So like if you're trying to get a yeah. job, you don't want to have someone read one of your posts on LinkedIn and go, mm, yeah exactly the person i want you know but there's some people who don't care about that like i feel like i've definitely seen my mom in the past post things that are kind of like you know kind of like sub tweets to to her bosses (laughs) (laughs) but she already has the job you know like yeah and and she also just kind of doesn't care i don't know how much she like gets on linkedin like that but um but yeah there's definitely a performance going on by a lot of people and and even yeah. people i know are different people on linkedin <laughs>
0: like uh, I'm yeah. like
1: what
0: <laughs> which i get to a point but it's just like it makes me not want to ever like interact with it ever like right now like mostly i'm following people that i was in the program with so when they do get a job here and there i'll be like oh good job you know blah 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 i think my biggest hurdle about getting a new job is is I don't want to make less and I make very close to 50,000 a year um, at my job. And that's working four days, 10 hour shifts. The biggest mind fuck is I'm overnight and working with people with mental disabilities. Right. And it's good. I'm making that money. I should be making that money. Uh, when I first Probably started, I was making, more, but to be honest. I, uh, Well, here's the thing. Like when I first started, it was $13. The that,
1: but that doesn't—that doesn't mean anything to me. Like
0: you, you were really underpaid then too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And inflation
1: has happened, and I don't know. Well,
0: oh, literally, a friend of mine who uh, same company I work with sent me a TikTok going like, "Oh, if uh, fucking uh, McDonald's is paying twenty two an hour, uh, a certified nurse uh assistants or what, like what CNAs, whatever the fuck that stands for." which is pretty much what I do, but not because I don't have the certification, uh, should be making $42 an hour. And I'm like, yeah. But also, the people at McDonald's should be making $22 an hour. Like, in the end of the day, I never understood, like, oh, well, that's for a teenager to do. So a teenager shouldn't make money?
1: Yeah, you. You. that's the weird thing. No, you're right. Not only that, but it's like, we we put in these laws to, like, to like not have child labor issues but you're pretty much saying that that's what you want to go back to <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean like it's so weird and not only but that also it's adults like adults
0: work those jobs like people yeah exactly to pay that's bills and the, shit. yeah and it's just like if you have a full-time job you are giving 40 hours to the community our community of shit you should be able to make a fucking living like right now yeah. I have to live at home even though I'm making I, I can't afford to rent by myself. I don't really have friends uh, to even discuss, you know, uh, living together. Like, the only friend I have is you, and, while well, you have a girlfriend and also live 15 states away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know geography that well, so I'm going to say it's, it's probably more like uh t- t- eight. Not we'll look know. at a map later. Up, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think that's the end of my favorite like, America.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I will say it's a good program. It taught me a lot about, like, uh, resume writing, cover letter, like, what a fucking cover letter was. I didn't know. Yeah. I still barely do them because it's way too many if you're doing, you know, a bunch uh, at yeah. a time. Um, Even, like, I have one that they gave me where you kind of just... Put in stuff but that still takes time because yeah. you have to do research to be like oh what is this company about I don't give a shit give me money <laughs> like I applied to places I really shouldn't have applied to <laughs> just like as a morally centered kind of way mm. like banks and shit um, a company that wants uh, is doing like um, podcast and video editing yes. through AI
1: Sorry, it's just because you said that um, I had a friend who he's a like he's a communist, right? In like his ideology Yeah. And um he applied he's an artist as well, and he applied for a conservative like publication. Man, well you gotta make your money. That's the <laughs> yeah. annoying thing. But it's just hilarious to me because like he's so he's as left as you can go, you know? (laughs) Right. But I guess in his mind, he's like, all of this is all of these jobs are immoral to me. So what's the difference between that one? You know?
0: Yeah. So what I'm saying is, I don't know if I'll get another job. And actually, I don't know if I want to get another job at this point, because again, making decent money on. Not decent, but whatever. It's kind of hard to find better. Well, you'll tell you tell me for a non management position. That's not bad, right? Yeah, right now. But uh, have you talked to Arthur at all? Like,
1: you can't get like a tech support job at his
0: his company is not hiring for tech support right now. And he also said a better job. I mean, yeah. Uh, like again, but like, here's the thing, like I'm looking more for the like, 45 to 50,000, $55,000 range. And it seems like a lot of places, uh, they're saying it's tech support, but really it's customer support. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. and they're charging like $16 an hour. And when I and see that, you? I fucking, no, no, no. Oh, I'm just cause, talking uh, cause, about I, cause I'm I
1: interviewed once when I was trying to get a job and they were starting at 25 and that was like over a year. That'd ago. be great. Yeah. That'd be great. And that was over um, a year ago. And I had no, I mean, I know I could do the job, but I'm saying I didn't go through a program where I can say, look, right, I know right. how to do this, you know?
0: Yeah. Look, I have a certificate from Google, you know? Exactly. And there's just a bit of me that like right now there's, I'm like, maybe I should focus on, you know, I want to do the podcast. Like maybe we should work on making this profitable or hell, just a dollar a day can save a life. <laughs> But you know, I talked to you about this. Like, I maybe it would be nice if by the end of the year I can go from working, uh, forty hours to thirty hours. You know, uh, cut one of my days off and work three days instead of four days. But I also would have to double check what that would do with my um benefits.
1: Do you have another experience?
0: Uh, I got one more.
1: All right, so then I'll just do mine. Um, that I just thought of, uh, and I've mentioned before, surfing. Oh yes. You know, that was a really I wish I did it more. Uh it was tough cuz scheduling it with Nate, Gabe, Garrett, it was just we didn't go that often, but every time we went it was a good time and not only just hanging out with them, but like just the actual learning a new thing and and then it was out in the ocean and it was, you know, good weather and it was it was just a really good experience. Like I didn't think about mm-hmm. anything else other than that, so it kind of Maybe it's something I need to look into doing just myself in general, you know, because it was it was good or something yeah. like that. You know, I just need something, an- a- a- another hobby. A hobby. Yeah. One that gets
0: you out of the house. Right.
1: That's the thing. Get another hobby and one that gets me out of the house. Cause it can get crazy if you're just always inside. Like, I guess that's I-, I felt like I was already inside a lot before the pandemic. And then it just was that much worse. You know? Yeah.
0: I mean. I- Look at me. I've never been outside.
1: No one thinks you're normal though. <laughs> I know. I know.
0: I fracked years ago.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that, I, that that's my last one. What were you going to say?
0: Actually, about? like I uh, I I kind of like again, I I felt like before the pandemic, I was doing really good personally. Like I felt like I you know, I would go to the movies like well, I would set like once a month, but I would go like, you know, maybe twice a month or something like that. Every other week, I was getting out a little bit more, even though it was a movie theater. It was, but well, at least I was leaving the house. Um, which if you don't know me, I was someone who when I was unemployed, I literally was in my house for like a month. I, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast, but I think I spoke to you about this. There was a time where I'm pretty sure I didn't speak words for a month.
1: Yeah, you did. You did say this too.
0: Yeah, I, like, (laughs) like, we were reconnecting, like, playing video games again. Like, for a while, like, we just, you know, we fell off, whatever happens. And, like, I remember talking to you and being like, this is strange. (laughs) What I'm doing right now is (laughs) really fucking strange. And I feel like I'm not doing it right like, you know, you'll hear me stumble here and there, but I felt like I was stumbling every fucking word back then to the point I had to say something to you. But yeah, like that, I can become a hermit really easily. Um, it And it kind of comes from a sense of, I, for me to like leave and do something, you know how some people can go to the mall and window shop? Yeah. I hate that, yeah. but Yeah. Yeah, I, that's bullshit. I, what? No, you need, to, you need to go to buy something. Yeah. like I only, I only went to the mall when I had to go to the GameStop to buy something.
1: Yeah, I, I don't really like window shopping. I don't get
0: it. But you know what? That's great for people that can because they can get out of the house and maybe they do buy a little something, you know, or whatever. Uh, but for me, it's just like, I need a purpose to get out of the house. Otherwise, what's the fucking point? Go outside, touch grass. Uh, dogs piss on that.
2: <laughs> Lay in the piss, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's good. Yeah, I, I agree. You should get a hobby. I should get a hobby. It's not going to happen for me, but good luck. <laughs> I, I'm legitimately trying to think. Like, something I wanted to do was my library had like a board game thing. But well, it was for like 20-somethings, and now I'm out of that, you know. I'm 31. They're gonna know. <laughs> <laughs> you show up, everyone just goes, ew. Exactly. <laughs> well, also, it's just like, well, this should be a space for 20-somethings to be able to meet people. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I guess when you're 30, you're supposed to have people. I I don't. I have you. And that's sad. You also think it's sad. A little bit. Yeah. Anyway, um ex- my last experience, let's I I am assuming you're done, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um podcasting. James and John try podcasting. This has been a really fun experience for me. It's been nice to have something uh to hold on to, to do, to push, you know a creative pursuit to push you to do something with me. I, even though there were times where I felt like I was just bothering you, I was able to push past that because you're stupid and agreed to do this with me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this has been fun. We haven't missed a deadline yet. Knock on wood. And next month will be our one year anniversary where we'll be talking about some stuff. Which should be fun, um, and you know we did a lot more than I thought we would do because we did this is what uh, we YouTube s- videos.
1: Oh, okay, okay. I was gonna say because this is the twelfth episode, and we said at least
0: we were yeah. gonna get through, you know,
1: a year episodes. Yeah, uh,
0: but we did the YouTube stuff. We did the behind the scenes stuff. A lot of that kind of stuff went away due to uh, you uh, got promoted. I did that merit America thing, and we, yeah, I think we'll talk more about that next month in episode thirteen. What, and why'd you make that face? I I just realized thirteen is technically an unlucky number.
1: Don't name it episode thirteen. It'll be like a bonus, like the first episode, like just an episode that is
0: something else. <laughs> episode twelve point five. Uh, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll discuss that when we get there. Um, it doesn't matter. It It's all fake. The uh, number four was is an unlucky number in uh, Asian culture. And let's see what episode four of our podcast was. Uh, episode four was... Oh, we don't want to die.
1: That well, was episode four. Well, now we definitely are going to. But you said it was an unlucky well, number. Yes.
0: <laughs> I mean, from some means other than old age. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this, this has been a fun project. I really appreciate uh, what we've been able to do, what I was able to learn, what I was able to make you do. Um, I, I'm hoping you have more to add to this as well not really (laughs) you motherfucker
1: i mean because nothing's changed in in the sense the reason why you know for me when we were starting it, i was like oh i think it's like a good way for us to like have to actually like interact because we would go so long before without and and that's something i want to talk about in the next one is that it didn't become balanced though like it became like it's just this so we'll get into it but like it still accomplished that goal. You know what I mean. Like we still yeah. have had to do this, and it was um, like you said, I I didn't realize like things that changed, like b- being promoted, or whatever. Like why I hit kind of like a breaking point where I couldn't do as much. But it definitely was more fun for me earlier when we were able to do like that additional yeah. stuff. Like well, first off, when the podcast was more planned, I just had more fun recording it, and then um, being able to do like the game stuff or you know the behind the scene like when we were it was just more enjoyable but it was also newer um but i'm glad that we made it to this point and then we'll see what happens when we yeah
0: um i mean i guess you and me will have to talk about it but i just to give people who might be trying to read into shit uh we're not looking to end it quite yet John's giving me a look. Maybe, maybe I should redact that sentence.
1: <laughs> well, we're going to talk about it. I guess we'll month. find out.
0: <laughs> I thought we got another. year going. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, my God. I hate you. <laughs> um, just to end this, I kind of just wanted to talk about the things uh, I, I'm hoping to accomplish for this year um I, I john are you gonna partake in this part should it be a part of the next one because we're talking about our I want, plans for the
1: podcast it could also
0: i want that one to be i have other plans other than the podcast but i'm just talking in general like i know but it
1: still fits i feel like but if okay if it's just gonna be because then it's like that could just be so short and i know that it's not like a full episode but like i don't know um yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm just kind of like, I feel like we've had this conversation throughout, where it's like it's just been like a lost time. Like, it's like, yeah, you know, my life was on a certain track, and then the pandemic happened, and it changed. And I don't really know what I'm doing. Like, I want to pursue more, you know, creative things, but I don't know if I have the time or energy a lot of the time now. And then I want to probably get a new job. Even if it's not in like something I want, I think I just need to get a, at least from this overnight thing. I can't do it anymore. So, yeah, just things are definitely going to change. I just don't know how yet. I need to. I need to right. actually like get a plan and push. But yeah,
0: well, if you want, I can send you that merit America website. <laughs> they have one for data analytics.
1: Oh. Oh really?
0: Okay, I'll send that to you. Yeah, no, for real. Because got- like
1: I cuz like I'm like a loser who like when I'm into sports and stuff I get into like the data part of it as well. Like I don't just watch the games, I like need to like break down every stat and whatever. So I wonder if it if I would find it interesting to just dive into information like that. I don't know. Maybe. Send it.
0: Yeah, I'll send They have one for IT support, Java development and data analytics. Yeah, and the nice thing about Marin America, unless this has changed, like the first, I think the first four weeks, if let's just say it doesn't fit with your schedule, or you're not really comfortable with it, you can drop it and not have to pay anything. So you can do the first four weeks, see if it's something, and then you can drop. That's another thing. So they put you in like a Slack to talk to. and. During the those first four weeks, I was one of those people that was like, because people are going like, I don't know if I can do this. I'm like, hey, do the four weeks because right now this lesson is definitely hard, but do the four weeks. And if you can't do it, drop out then. um, I was that person. And then every now and again, like someone else would comment and be like, oh, James is right. But you know what? None of us are dropping out. I'm like, fuck off. Like, that's not what people. That's, you're putting pressure on people, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I get what you're trying to do. And some people work very well with the pressure on them. But being able to be like, hey, you know what? There is a deadline where you can drop out and there's no, pre- there's no problems. You can literally drop off and just be done with it. Wipe your hands clean. Get to that point and see where you're at. But yeah, whatever. Married America was definitely interesting. And, you know, it's just. There's a bit of me that did that in three months. And I don't really remember the coursework. You know. I For me, and I won't go into too much details about these things, but. For 2023. And these are things. For like the past couple of years, I kept saying, I'm going to do, I'm going to do. And if it wasn't for COVID, I think I would have done at least one of these things. Um, but this year, I want to stream. I want to try to get into streaming. I updated my video card to something that is way too powerful. <laughs> uh, like I literally did a test stream. And remember how you like I sent you like I asked your opinion for one of my test streams. And you're like. Really, thirty frames? Like, come on! And I was like, "This, you're lucky I'm doing that, you motherfucker." Uh, I literally did the stream, like I said, like I set it to like automatic settings for the streaming, and right away, sixty frames, no problems streaming. I'm like, "What? I did a recording, sixty frames, no problem." I'm like, "What the fuck?" (laughs) It's a very powerful. I got um, these. Can you do 7, frames? XT? Shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out. <laughs> How dare you? I got I 20 gigabytes. I don't even in this. have
1: anything that can show 120. Actually, my phone yeah. I think might be able to, but oh yeah, maybe.
0: But that's the only thing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I want to stream and if I do stream, I will probably p- do a thing on LinkedIn and the Twitter for James and John Tri podcasting. John will probably not be involved in that. But, you know, I'm always open for me and John to do more things together. So who knows? This one, I want to try a dating app. I want to try to put myself out there and see if I can maybe meet people. And more importantly, I'm going to prove to all you naysayers out there, I am an ugly piece of shit who will die alone. Yeah, all you people telling me I'm wrong? I'm going to prove you guys wrong. Fuck you. That's a good reason I got into dating, right?
2: (laughs) I have nothing to add. (laughs) Thank you, John.
0: (laughs) I'm glad you agree with me on my looks. I mean, I give
1: up. I just give up. (laughs) Uh, Took a year, but here we are.
0: I whittled him down.
1: Actually, it's been really the whole time I've known you, but... Obviously, yeah. it's a, it's it's come up a lot of times during the podcast.
0: Well yeah. I have to look at myself.
1: But you're not even seeing yourself how people
2: see you. Mirrors are backwards. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I want to cook more, so I'm actually going to prepare to make a black cake, a black rum cake this year. So I have to soak it for like a couple months. The all the fruits and stuff. So I have to, um, go buy the fruits. Uh, I need to figure out what a candied, uh, citrus peel is, and candied cherries. Are those Maricino cherries? I don't know. I don't know shit. Cool. (laughs) Uh, Although we have them. We have them. Generic grocery store. I stock them. (laughs) I just don't. I don't don't have a generic grocery store near me. (laughs) Um...
1: Oh i'm gonna go Wait, to a have I said that I work at
0: generic grocery store
1: in previous episodes or just I you will, work at a grocery
0: store you work, I always bleeped it out, okay, good. <laughs> I will bleep it out um, yeah, at generic grocery store. um so I'm gonna go to a Generic grocery no, store no, near you me. You need to
1: take that clip of you saying "generic grocery sh- store" and just
0: put it over me saying "generic grocery store." <laughs> but take that exact one because it sounded so funny. To me. <laughs> no problem. And actually, I'm going to be taking a week off in January because my car needs to go into the shop, and Enterprise is way too much money for around me. So I'm I'm actually looking to cook some Poloris. I think I talked about that in our baking episode. But I'm going to try cooking those because I got all those things. I bought those like a couple months ago and I just kept pushing it off. So I'm going to try cooking Polaris and if they come out terribly, oh, well, it's not like there's a Caribbean store near me where I can fucking buy them. And oh, this last one, Uh, I want to run a tabletop RPG game. I technically did it last year, but I kind of want to run something more traditional where I'm the GM, I'll have players. And, John, you're getting roped into that, so good job. I don't know about that one. Okay, so we're not doing the podcast anymore. Got it.
1: <laughs> Wait, why does it lead to that? We talked about this.
0: <laughs> That'd be another episode, doing a tabletop RPG. Yeah,
1: I know, but then you said just now something more traditional, and that just, I checked out.
0: <laughs> well, not D&D, but something, where I'm the GM, you guys, you are a player, you Oh, know? you're not
1: a player. You're yeah. the GM. Yes, or right, maybe maybe you can convince me again. We'll see.
0: You act like you never had fun in the past. Not enough. I don't want to hear it. Uh, well, we. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna convince you, but also you're John, so yeah.
1: I mean, you've gotten me to. Was this the third one that I've done?
0: Eliza's dolly. Uh the one we did with Steve, the one we did with Arthel, The Quiet Ear I'm I'm blanking on the name of the one we did for the podcast. But five? that was technically a table. Yeah, five. Oof. Three of which I know were recorded. And one of which was broken up into two sessions. Jesus. Okay. I will make you like that. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know now. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, those that was 2022, a little bit of 2023. Definitely look forward to the next episode because it may come to a surprise to both you and me. Um, <laughs> uh, I thought I knew where it was going. Apparently not. Uh, that was the podcast for this episode. Uh, John, you have any uh, final words to say to our lovely people? I
1: hope 2022... Brought some good experiences to the people listening as well. Or just anyone. It, it's been a rough few years. And I hope 2023 is better. Because yeah, I need it to be better.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like always. If you liked this. Uh, please subscribe. Uh, leave a review on iTunes. That's a great way to have other people see that. This is a fun podcast. That people might enjoy. Share the podcast with your friends, family. The weird person down the street, just just share us, and uh, follow us on our Instagram, TikTok, uh, TikTok, yeah, TikTok, Twitter, uh, Facebook. We have all those things. Uh, It's all in our link tree in the description, and uh, yeah, we like to hear from you guys. So if there's any moments you really like, let us know. Maybe we can clip them out, and put them on things like tiktok instagram i should probably put youtube shorts honestly but uh yeah that was uh, the podcast thank you for listening and don't destroy 2023 god dear god just don't destroy it
2: it's in your power